so you can really scale past that eight figure point because nowadays you know seven figures is is, is amazing but eight figures is really the next level and it's it's really difficult to do that you're doing the same thing as other people. I mean, you really have to differentiate yourself from the competition and go out of your comfort zone. Do something that you haven't done in the past. We stand today. The Business Method. With the Shadow. The Business Method. The Business Method Podcast. The Business Method Podcast featuring Chris Reynolds. Entrepreneurs' systems, methods, tools, and tactics for location independence. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages, welcome to the Business Method Podcast, where we examine the different methods, tools, and tactics of high-performance online entrepreneurs and high-caliber people in a series format. Our first series, we interviewed 100 entrepreneurs in 100 days that had built businesses creating $100,000 or more annually. On our second series, we are interviewing 100 entrepreneurs that have built location-independent businesses that generate a million dollars or more in annual revenue. There's a growing movement of people building these caliber of businesses and we wanted to get behind the minds, the logic, and the science of what it takes to build a business like this. We've had some incredible guests like Bobby Edwards, the founder of Squatty Potty, who built a $35 million per year company with just 17 employees, and JP Sears, the YouTube superstar whose videos are going viral all over the internet. I'm your host, Chris Reynolds, and we hope you enjoy the show. The Business Method. Recently, we have had some amazing e-commerce entrepreneurs on the show, and I'm blown away by how much success they've had in such a short period of time, most of them applying very similar strategies. Today's guest is no different. Matt Squilace is the co-founder of SocialCodAir.com, a company that scales their own products and brands at incredibly rapid rates. They currently have 11 e-commerce stores under their brand and some really cool products with a mixture of amazing branding. During the show, Matt shares with us the tactics that he has used to get the business above eight figures in two years. He dives into his strategies using influencer marketing, user-generating content with Facebook ads, funnels, and social media marketing. You guys, if you're looking to get the eight figures in your business, definitely check out this episode. And without further ado, let's welcome Matt to the show. Entrepreneurs' systems, methods, tools, and tactics. Listeners, I'm happy and honored to welcome Matt Squalachi to the show. Matt, how are you doing today? Good, good, Chris. How are you? Good, and I, I'm, I'm glad you joined us. I know you weren't feeling too well after your travels through Australia, but you're, you're back on the East Coast. Where exactly are you now? Uh, right now, I'm home in Weehawken, New Jersey. Cool. Is that where, has that been your home base for a long time? Uh, for about a year now. Yeah, I'm, I'm a native of the northern New Jersey area, so. Right on. And you were, did you catch a little stomach bug while you were traveling through Australia? Yeah, I don't know. What, what's wrong with that plain food? But <laughs> I'm okay I know now. what's wrong with it, dude. I know exactly what's wrong with it. There's a lot of things wrong with it. <laughs> <laughs> so much. Yeah. I mean, I am I have started actually, because we fly every uh, quite often abroad. And, or to new countries, and and I'm starting to fast while I travel, while I fly, just because the food is just really not good, you know. Yeah, it's it's difficult to fast on a 14 hour plane ride, though. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, you know, though I've heard, and I'm gonna try this. I'm flying to Thailand here in a couple months, but I've heard that if you to to get over one of the best ways to get over um, jet lag is to fast for, go for as long as you can, but max of 16 hours 
And then when you land, um, so you start fasting 16 hours before you like arrive at the hotel. Then when you land, you do a really hard workout and then you eat. And they say that just knocks out jet lag. So I'm going to try it in the next couple of months and uh, I'll let you know how it works. <laughs> so Wow, yeah. Definitely so, let me know. This has been the worst jet lag I've experienced thus yeah. far from traveling. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I, I don't think, you know, it's unless you're flying business class or first class, like the food is just really, really bad. And I don't think it's getting any better, to be honest with you. So, anyway, yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, I hope you start feeling better soon, man. Uh, Thank you. Welcome to the show, and I'm really glad to have you on. And um, we we just want to kind of get to know you as an entrepreneur. I, I I have your background, and we talked about it in the intro a little bit. And you've done amazing things, especially in the past couple of years. And um, we we want to get to know you as the entrepreneur and how you became uh, the businessman that you are today. Sure. Um, yeah. So ever since I was young, you know, I always knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Um, I was always, you know, selling things, whether it be like candy to other classmates when I was younger or like water bottles and protein shakes to my uh, football teammates and stuff like that. <laughs> you know, I would always get made fun of and stuff like that, but I never really cared. It was just an extra money just to, to live with. Um, but yeah, I pretty much started off in the online space, um, working with my current partner, Daniel Snow. Um, you know, we started off running Twitter accounts together and driving traffic to various websites. Um, and from there, uh, kind of just started off in college. You know, I was about my junior year, I believe, when I started. And from there, uh, it really made me realize the um, power of social media marketing. You know, um, I just thought it was so amazing that you can drive traffic to websites using free social media user, you know, traffic from their users and stuff. And uh, it just made me realize and, and open my mind of other offers and other things to drive traffic to and stuff like that. And and is that one of your that's one of your primary drivers these days, right? Uh, Twitter traffic, yeah, uh, not so much these days. Um, but early on in the go case days and perfect scope days, uh, yeah, we did utilize Twitter traffic as well. So you've got, how many businesses are you guys running now or brands, I guess you could say? Uh, right now we have about 11 e-commerce brands, mm -hmm. uh, running, uh, the two biggest prominent ones, uh, the past couple of years have been go case, um, the anti-gravity phone case, as well as, uh, the perfect scope push up bra. And I was checking out the goat case before the show, and and it looks really cool. And I've never seen it. Like, how does it actually stick to the wall and stay there? <laughs> yeah. So um, the goat case actually only sticks to non-porous surfaces. Okay. So what it is, it's uh, micro suction, micro suction cups mm. that come together to form not an adhesive, but it still just sticks to anything that suction cups can stick to. So a window, you know, granite, um, it doesn't work with walls specifically because walls have pores in it, so it's it's a ventilated surface, that's why it doesn't stick. Um, so it's a common misconception with customers, but um, it basically uses thousands of micro suction cups to, to do what it does. Gotcha. What was the first business that you guys started? 
Um, well, the first business uh, under Social Cadre, which is the holding company that owns all the e-commerce brands, was GoCase back in uh, July 2016. And back then, you guys were were getting a lot of traffic via Twitter. Is that right? Yeah. Exactly. What was working for you guys back then? Um, specifically, just having large uh, social pages share our advertisements and videos uh, displaying our product, and you know other influencers. We would take the video from other influencers and drive traffic from um, using that. Um, and it really resonated well with the young demographic that's that was on Twitter specifically that was following these big pages. Mm-hmm. And I mean, from there, you know, it was kind of a snowball effect. Gotcha. And and so was this your other than like selling things in high school and college? Was this like the first major business venture? Uh, no, it wasn't. To be honest, um, ever since college, um, I, I didn't take a job after college for about a year, um, just because I really wanted to, um, you know, dive deep into entrepreneurship with full force. And I, you know, created e-commerce stores, like little stores, like bracelet stores um, here and there. But I never really had much success as I did with GoCase um, with it. So I, I, it definitely was an overnight success. I'll tell you that. There was a lot of, you know, 16-hour days and working really hard and, you know, facing a lot of adversity and stuff like that. But I persevered through it and... Um, yeah, glad to be where I am today. Now, you said you sold over a million units of, of the GOAT case. Is that right? Uh, of all Social Cadre's brands together. Gotcha. Um, yes, we, we've sold over a million units. Gotcha. And um, you use a lot of influencer marketing and um, user-generating content from Facebook ads. Uh, what's what's working like in the influencer realm? So. If there's people out there, there's well, there is people out there that are listening and trying to hustle from five figures to six figures, six figures to seven, seven to eight. Uh, what would you say to them for what's working in the influencer realm? Yeah, so right now, um, micro influencers are they're working very well, um, specifically like user generated content. So just a regular shot video on an iPhone. Um, we've seen that that works much better than a professionally done video mm-hmm. where, you know, I mean, we, we're seeing better results with, like I said, just a video camera um, as opposed to like a, a professionally shot um, video shoot where, you know, you would spend thousands of dollars doing. And it resonates better with the customer just because it looks more organic when you're scrolling on the timeline mm-hmm. and you kind of see just like a normal portrait video of someone talking about a product that they like or, or whatever the case may be. Um, but yeah, uh, getting influencers uh, with you know a certain niche and then targeting that niche on Facebook uh, works very well right now. What are some ways to to connect with influencers and create partnerships or JVs? Um, it's it's pretty much just reaching out to them. You know, most influencers have an email listed in their bio on Instagram or Facebook or on their website, whatever the case may be. And it's just you know like sending a friendly message, uh, explaining what your company does and how you guys can help each other. Um, and then yeah, just building a relationship from there. What kind of influencers were you targeting specifically? 
Um, our influencers that we targeted are more in the urban space. So we've worked with influencers such as Black China, Amber Rose, um, yeah, and uh, just influencers like that. Do you offer um, like a percentage of sales or normally do they want, you know, X amount up front or what do you come across when you, when you do that? Yeah, normally it's just uh, you pay them up front for the services. Gotcha. Any other tips like, like say, I know there's a lot of entrepreneurs that are probably curious more about connecting with influencers. Um, any other tips for them? Because I think a lot of people are, you know, afraid basically to reach out to an influencer other, you know, they probably have a bit insecurities Oh, my brand's not good enough, this or that, but is it, maybe there's a, like a, a system that you used. I know you said you just reach out to them, but how many, how many influencers would you reach out to and then, uh, would need to reach out to in order to get like, um, a partnership created? Yeah. So I would say instead of, you know, like going straight towards, um, large influencers that have, you know, millions of followers, I would suggest starting low, you know, and kind of giving it to, um, friends to post or like other micro influencers that don't have like millions of followers, but maybe have like a couple thousand followers and, you know, see how that product resonates with, their followers and if you get a positive feedback then you can start reaching out to uh larger influencers but at, at any point at any time you know we're reaching out to 20 50 100 influencers at a given time you know we have a list of thousands of influencers that we work with on a daily basis and um it's just all about taking that first step and reaching out you know are you reaching out personally matt or do you have your team working on that yeah, I have a great team, you know, that uh, that works on that. Gotcha. And are they giving you the ideas of new people to reach out to, or is that kind of? Yeah, are you and your partner giving them ideas of who to reach out to? Um, I would say it's a combination of both. You know, we uh, we work together and and kind of uh, point them in the right direction of you know what to search for, who to target, and what we're looking for to represent. Um, our products, you know, as brand ambassadors or influencers. Right. Okay. And, and when creating Facebook ads, you mentioned that, and I've heard this many times actually that, that, um, personal videos are working much better than high quality edits and, and videos. Do you think, how long do you think that will continue? Um, I don't think that that will stop. Yeah. Um, I think that um, as the iPhone camera, you know, increases with like sharpness, vividness, everything, um, it will just continue to trump uh, professionally made content. You know, professionally made content, in my opinion, it's better for like a commercial mm -hmm. or something like that. But like people are so used to seeing their friends and other people that they have a personal connection with on social media, mm -hmm. which is why it's so effective. Now, if somebody if somebody's using Facebook ads and using organic videos. I, I noticed the other day I was scrolling through Facebook. Actually, this was yesterday and I didn't see any still pictures at all. It was all video, 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 video. It's like turned into a YouTube almost in many ways. Um, do you, do you promote through YouTube too? Or are you guys just using Facebook? No, we predominantly use, just use Facebook and Google for our paid acquisition channels. What about Instagram? Uh, Instagram too. Well, Facebook owns Instagram, so I kind of just bundle it together. Gotcha. And then any any promotion through Twitter these days? Um, no, not recently. Um, occasionally, maybe 
one or two days a week, but okay. um, haven't really seen great results with Twitter recently. But there's still money to be made. Twitter's an interesting platform because there's a lot of people that just don't use it at all whatsoever, but the people that are on it really love it, and there's a lot. I know there's a lot of major influencers on there. I'm wondering if you know. Surely they'll start to. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe not. I'm thinking like maybe they'll they'll start to change their platform a bit, but they really haven't changed it in quite a few years, have they? No, but whatever they're doing, it's working. It's working. <laughs> yeah, it's I, I love Twitter. <laughs> Uh, I have a partner that's uh, he's an influencer too in the rodeo world, and um, we just completely stayed off Twitter until he got on a uh, reality show in the U.S. Big Brother, and then oh, all wow. yeah, and then all of a sudden like the Twitter profile just exploded, and we were like, "Where's this?" Because no, very few people are on the or in the rodeo world or on Twitter at all, except some major influencers, you know. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, boom, you got a Big Brother. Boom! It, it, the Twitter um, ex- just exploded, and we were just mind blown. We're like, "Oh, people actually use this platform." <laughs> but it's a lot of it's a lot of influencers and media and businesses that that really dig into it. It's kind of funny. Yeah, Twitter is the best place to find information, in my opinion, along yeah. with Reddit. Yeah, especially presidential information too these days. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, absolutely. Uh, we'll leave that for another episode, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, social media marketing, like it's it's cool. What do you think the future looks like of social media marketing? Um, I think that I think that Facebook and Instagram are going to open up an influencer platform mm-hmm. um, relatively soon to um, better assist brands in finding influencers related to their niche um, and finding followers that resonate with um, that brand's product. You know, I can really see them doing that just because uh, they kind of uh, allow the brand and influencer to connect without um, a platform right now through their system. But in the near future, I can really see them doing that. Do you guys do any private Facebook groups? Um, no. No. I heard a I'm, lot of people... I'm, yeah, I'm a member of, of some, but, you know, right now I'm, I'm really focused on building our businesses mm-hmm. and um, growing them from where they are today. You know, uh, maybe in the near future I would start a Facebook group or something like that. It depends how interested people are. Gotcha. And I know you mentioned that you've you've hit eight figures in your business. Is this under uh, social cadre or is this under uh, one, one individual business? It's under the whole umbrella, correct? Yeah. It's under the whole umbrella. Back when you were starting out, I mean, you're, you're really new at the entrepreneurship world other than like doing things when you were in high school. Um, What's your, your plan for the next 10 years as an entrepreneur and for your businesses? Um, I don't see e-commerce or commerce in general going away anytime soon. So my plans is to grow and start more brands. Like right now, you know, we're more, we're working on more brands. Um, we're constantly sourcing new ideas and, you know, getting samples for new products and constantly finding out like what is the next thing and trying to like keep, in front of the trend. And right now, um, since e-commerce is is so saturated, we're really focusing on developing our own products. Um, you know, just like from, um, a genuine idea to, 
production to 3D renderings to actually getting the sample and mass producing the product that we came up with. So um, I'm learning more about that and so is uh, everyone on my team and we are really excited to see where that takes us in the future. Yeah. I, do you find it difficult to balance between working like in the business on day-to-day activities or in on the business, like the future vision, or if you've, have you got that laid out pretty well for yourself with your company? Um, my position at the company is more, um, like creating the brands and, um, it is difficult though, definitely to be in the weeds with something as well as, uh, kind of handle the overall vision of the company. Um, but you know, I, I kind of try to divvy up my day where I, you know, spend the mornings doing more than nitty gritty things, you know, and in the weeds more. And towards the end of the day, I kind of like to flex my creativity and really, uh, you know, do some research on new brands and, you know, work on the business development on that aspect. It makes, um, makes sense. Yeah, I, I very much enjoy the second part. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. I do too. Sometimes I just get wrapped up into the too much of being in the weeds, but I guess it's an art and with experience, you kind of remove yourself from that. Um, Absolutely. I asked you before the show kind of what some of your superpowers are, and, and you mentioned funnels, and I know funnels are a hot topic right now. And a lot of people are really trying to master their funnels and and create quality, solid funnels. Um, When you go to create a funnel for one of your businesses, what are the steps and the processes that you work through with your team? Um, So what we do is pretty much like to take the customer through, um, you know, the customer needs to experience a, a very fluid experience when, seeing your ad on Facebook to purchasing the product. And it even goes past that now where what, how are they engaging with your brand after purchase? So as of right now, you know, we've seen that one page landers, you know, where like everything is just listed on one page, um, converts much better than just a, um, like, you know, like a simple Shopify theme. Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, it's really important to increase the average order value, especially with how competitive e-commerce is nowadays. So, you know, um, we've been able to scale through increasing our average order value by offering upsells, you know, um, offering free shipping over a certain uh, threshold, like let's say 50 or $60, depending on the, the standard AOV of that store. And, you know, also offering postcard upsells. So after the customer has checked out, offering them a similar product that they most likely would convert with after they have checked out. Does your team create the funnels? Do you have like a specific head um, that's really good at creating the funnels or is that also something that's kind of like a team effort? Yeah, it's definitely a team effort, I'd say. We definitely like to instill that into um, our whole team, you know, all, all of the members of our team. And everyone knows uh, to find products, you know, that can be bundled with other things to increase the AOV and how much the customer spends. Right. What are some major mistakes that any mistakes that you have done creating funnels in the past? Um, I'd say offer. I'd say some major mistakes have been trying to 
do too much and sell the customer on too much. Um, so as of right now, I'm, I'm kind of realizing that doing less is more. So the more minimalistic your funnel is, the higher it will convert. And also not focusing on speed of the website because bounce rate, if the website is not loading correctly, the customer will just leave. Mm-hmm. You know, no one really has time to deal with, you know, uh, a crappy website or whatever the case may be. So it's really important to focus on speed of the website and how easy it is for the customer to check out. What's the, the recommended upload time for a website? I heard something like two seconds. Anything more than two seconds is too much, right? Yeah, I, I'd say that's about right. I'm not exactly sure of that, to be honest. But Yeah. What about email marketing? Do you guys do much of that? So that has not really been our strong suit. Um, of course, we've done like abandoned car emails and, you know, other funnels with cross-selling and upselling. Um, but we just have, you know, we, we just sub that out. So you've got, uh, ele- did you say 11 e-commerce stores? Yes. Okay. And when picking a product, Matt, like what's some, what's the process you go through to pick a product that you think is going to be a winner and then implementing it? So it, it really goes, um, there's a lot of research that's done behind it. So we analyze trends, we see what's trending in the market right now, and then we try to find a product that can, uh, you know, suit those demands and, and really fill that void in the market. Um, it's really important to differentiate yourself from the competition because nowadays, you know, with all the Shopify gurus and stuff like that, everyone's selling the same products, you know, with Overlo drop shipping and all that. And, you know, it's, it's really, um, it's really counterproductive for the industry. Like, so I'm really trying right now to promote, um, you know, not so much like taking other people's ideas and stuff like that, but really trying to develop our own, um, you know, because right now what people are doing is, you know, they're just going on a spy tool and seeing what's trending, add it to the Shopify store and, and spending money on Facebook and wondering why it's not converting because it's, you're, you're doing the same thing as everyone else, you know, and you need to really differentiate yourself when it comes to finding products. So that's what we are focusing on right now. Um, but yeah, a lot of testing is done, um, specifically on Facebook, you know, with, with influencers as well, just to find the right product. And, you know, once we do find that right product, then we'll expand it to a whole product line. That makes sense. And when you test on Facebook, what are, what are some of the processes you go through for, for the testing phase? Um, we pretty much just test everything, you know, create as many lookalike audiences as possible with the data that we have at hand and use similar interest um, for that given product and then target whatever. And really just, you know, so like we'll, we'll use the same creative and we'll just really test it with a bunch of audiences. And if it works, then we'll scale those ads. And if not, you know, move on to the next thing. I, I'm curious from your point of view, um, we always ask the people that come on the show for this series of podcasts this question. Uh, for you, what's the difference between um, the seven, uh, excuse me, five figure, six figure, seven figure? And actually, let's let's just dumb it down a little bit for what's the difference for you between the seven figure mindset of an entrepreneur and an eight figure mindset of an entrepreneur? That's a great question. Um, 
it really just comes down to scale and calculated risk. So if something is, is was that your question? Yeah. Was, was pretty, okay. So, um, it really just comes down to calculated risk. So if something is working and you, the numbers make sense, it makes sense to scale certain advertisements and certain products to, um, you know, put more money into it so you can really scale past that eight figure point. Um, because nowadays, you know, seven figures is, is amazing. Um, but eight figures is really the next level. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's really difficult to do that when you're doing the same thing as other people. So like I said, I mean, you really have to differentiate yourself from the competition and go out of your comfort zone, do something that you haven't done in the past just because, um, and you really have to, it's just, yeah, you really have to make like focus on taking risks and trying new things. And that's how we've really uncovered these, you know, trade secrets to really get past that eight figure point. How would you calculate some of that risk, Matt? Um, well, if, if an ad or product is working, you know, it, specifically with micro influencers, then, you know, as I was mentioning before, then larger influencers would obviously convert. Gotcha. I think my friend, we're going to wrap up there. I think that was a great show. Uh, if the listeners want to reach out to you and learn more about what you have going on, Matt, where's the best place they could do that at? Um, the best place to reach me at is on Instagram. So my Instagram at is at squat. So that's at S Q U a, or you could just reach me at my email at Matt at social I want to give you a huge thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so much for sharing your tips and your tricks and all your wisdom with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Matt. Anytime, Chris. My pleasure. And listeners, we're going to wrap up there. Thank you guys for joining us once again, and we'll see you all on the next episode. Goodbye, everybody. Hey, listeners. Thanks again for joining the show. We wanted to remind you about our Get Shit Done one-on-one productivity coaching that we recently just launched. What we do is work with you to create big business goals that are absolutely game changers. We make a plan together and put you in our productivity hacking system that helps you stay on target. Each week, you get a call with yours truly about what steps to take for the following week. Some say it's like a year of productivity in just three months. Check out all the details at thebusinessmethod.com forward slash coaching. Thebusinessmethod.com forward slash coaching.